When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day guys, welcome back to another installment of the Pelican Scoop. It is I, Lyle Swithenbank. This is of course a hoop-ball.com presentation. You can follow me at Twitter, at Lyle Swithenbank, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K is in bank. And you can follow the show at HoopBallPels, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-P-E-L-S test for spelling out but uh that's where you can go and hit us up of course i'll do a little bit of housekeeping if you want to give us a little subscribe on itunes that would be fantastic as well um you can drop a review and a comment on there we love seeing that so um if you're interested in heading over there and uh giving us a bit of feedback that'd be fantastic because um we love the engagement and we love how many people are uh getting on board and, and listening to the pelican scoop it's been fantastic um, had a look at the stats the other night, and uh, we are ticking along absolutely. They'll um, we'll hit a milestone soon, I think, which is going to be fantastic. Um, so thank you all for joining in. It's been great to uh, to see where everyone's been listening in from as well. Um, to the one person in Luxembourg who is um, tuning in each episode, well, thanks, and uh, just know that we can see you there. So um, we appreciate you for tuning in and um and getting around us because uh, we're just trying to deliver some good some good pelicans information and post games and you know have a bit of fun as well so appreciate all of you taking the time to listen to people in uh yeah, the u.s of course new zealand australia um the uk we've got people from all over um someone's in poland so thank you all for for listening it's been great now we'll get to the brass tacks which is what we've been listening for I suppose uh, and building up to the Pels played today against the Sacramento Kings another one of the homestand games um, after that horrid horrid uh, road trip that we are all trying to forget um, they came in to the Smoothie King Centre and um, we really took it to them honestly uh, it was announced just before the game that um, Stephen Adams is going to be out with calf tightness so that was a bit of a shame uh, not seeing him um, we had to make up some minutes and obviously with um, the games coming hard and fast and, and Stephen having to play a fair few minutes in the last few games um, I suppose it got a little bit too much for his 27 uh, year old body um, shouldering the load you know you get to 27 oof, <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday now we um, we did get to see a bit of Willie Hernan Gomez who I thought was really good. Now, we'll get to that in a second. Um, we'll start with all the stats and the like, um, and who got to play, who didn't get to play, uh, notable, uh, I suppose, absences, and what happened down the stretch. It's all stuff that we'll cover today, uh, because unfortunately, spoilers alert, as per the norm, uh, we 
were defeated 118 to 109. And, um, you know, when I saw Stephen Adams going out, I was nervous because I just didn't know who was going to come in and take those minutes. Um, it turns out they sort of did it by committee and, and gave everyone a few minutes and, um, yeah, we got to go a little bit deeper into the depth chart and, and everyone got a bit of a go, which was nice. It was good to see. And um, a couple of guys stepped up, which is something that I was uh, was more impressed with. I thought we were going to get absolutely smashed on the boards and it didn't appear to until probably right at the end um, when it mattered. So we head over to the... We'll do box score first. We'll go to that and we'll see who played well, who didn't. Um, over at the Kings, big game from Harrison Barnes with 24, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, 1 block. He was very good throughout the night um, and really shouldered the load down the stretch. Um, he was consistent. He did do a couple of silly turnovers towards the end, but had 3 for the game, but otherwise was he was pretty good. Yeah, I was very impressed. Uh, the notable... Oh, I suppose the biggest game of the night was uh, De'Aaron Fox, who really turned it on and went at our guards uh, and saw that Stephen Adams wasn't there, so he, he went to the paint a lot as well. Uh, he had 38 points, 4 rebounds, 12 assists and a steal, 14 of 24 shooting, 3 of 10 three-pointers, but he had all his free throws. Six turnovers, but I mean, I'll take that for 38 and 12. That's, uh, that's not bad. I saw on uh, Twitter that he is the second player since Mike Bibby to have a 35-plus points, 10 assists game, or two of them in one season since him in the, uh, since Mike Bibby in the uh, current era with the uh, with the three-point line. Since the three-point era, Darren Fox is the first player to do that, which I think is pretty impressive. Our first Kings player, that is. Um, not overall. I'm sure other people are doing that just about every second night. Uh, looking at James Harden and Bradley Beal and guys like that. Another big game from Buddy Heald. He was good. Buddy Heald revenge game after all these years. He's still sinking them against us. Uh, Rashawn Holmes was good with 17 and 10. He had six blocks, which he just feasted. He did with, with the smaller guys going up towards him at the basket. Uh, we finally got the guards to drive. Unfortunately, Holmes was there just swatting them back like Rafael Nadal. He was um, he was dominant. Uh, Marvin Bagley was thrown out in the third quarter. He had 21 minutes, but still 10 and 4. They didn't go too deep into the, into the bench. Um, yeah, a few guys, but no one of real note that did anything of, of too... Well, too exciting. You know, Tyrese Halliburton had 5 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists, which is quite good for the rookie. Bart shot 2 of 7, and, and he was okay, but um, I suppose he got a few more minutes when Bagley went out and he sort of did a few spot minutes. Hassan Whiteside also featured um, for a few minutes. It's enough of the Kings. We talked about them. So over at our side, uh, Eric Bledsoe, Ingram, Ball, Williamson, and Jackson Hayes got the start over um, Stephen Adams. We got... A bit out of the guys, but nothing too, I suppose, overwhelming. Nothing looked fantastic from the starters, honestly. You know, um, Bledsoe with 14, Ingram had 20, Lonzo had 14, Williamson only had 17, Jackson Hayes had 7 in 11 minutes. Um, and it was pretty obvious that you couldn't really... See, well, I mean, you couldn't keep him there because we just got absolutely hammered every time he was down there. It was honestly like... The last three games where he had been really good disappeared. And perhaps that was the um, the fact he had to go against a guy like Sean Holmes, who's smart basketballer, he's strong, but he's also smart, and um, it just wasn't wasn't uh, pretty for him. 
instead, we got to see Willie Hernan Gomez, who we haven't seen much of at all this year. Uh, he played 28 minutes and had a really good impact on it. See, I thought he was really good. Um, 13 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists and a steal. But it was his interior defense that was just... It was top-notch, and I suppose you get that um, mentality when a guy hasn't played for a while. He's like, well, I've got my chance here to go and earn some minutes and get in the rotation. He was great. That um, ability to anticipate the guy to drive or the guy driving in and just go straight up. He affected so many shots by going straight up. And, you know, snatching 11 rebounds, 13 points, he was good. He could have probably had 25, but he was blowing a few of the, uh, the cobwebs out with the... Um, Miss layups and stuff like that, but that's all part of it. And um, when you haven't played for a while, watching the ball go in is probably the best uh, feeling in the world. So he went after it and um, he did well. So good on Willie with 28 minutes. Hopefully we see a few of those. I mean, Melly minutes should just pretty much evaporate. He didn't play. Um, I would be playing Willie almost behind Stephen Adams now and get these spot minutes from Jackson. Uh, Nikhil come off the bench. So did Kyra. We saw Kyra in the first quarter, which was fantastic. The young bloke only had two points. One rebound, one assist, one steal. He shot one of six, but his aggression, getting to the basket and kicking, or he missed a couple of shots, which, you know, I think if he had have been playing a bit more consistently and knowing his role, he probably would have done a whole heap better. That was something that I, I really thought that um, if he had the consistent minutes, he would improve astronomically because the bloke is a true point guard and he can hit some mad passes he also at one point um, decided to take a big or will attempt to charge from um, Rashawn Holmes Rashawn come charging in and and then someone reached in and uh, Kyra just sort of leapt across into a charge and it, unfortunately it was a block because he was not set but when the smallest bloke on the ground is going at the centre and taking that well that's something that I'm pretty impressed with it was good he was very very impressive the guy that had a game himself was Josh Hart. 15 points, 13 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, 6 of 13 shooting. He just looked really good. He honestly, it was his best game I've seen him play for a long time. He was crashing the boards like he was Stephen Adams, getting hold of it, which I thought was awesome. It was a big putback at one point um, off a missed shot, and yeah, he looked like a man on the mission. He grabbed those rebounds. He's one of those guys that just gobbles rebounds for a guard. And um, I think he's third or fourth in the league for guard rebounders. And, um, yeah, impressive. Really, really impressive. So I was happy with that. Um, You know, towards the end, it was just a shame. Like, I mean, there's not really any justification for it other than we just stopped everything we did in the first three quarters. You know, I usually crack us out about the third quarter. And that's the... uh, the big time where we go, oh, no, we let them back into it. Well, actually, we didn't. We held them off for the first three quarters. Um, first quarter, 33 to 30. Quarter two, 29 to 30 um, in favour of Sacramento. Uh, third quarter, we scored 32. They scored 27, so we actually extended the lead. And then in the last quarter, we just forgot how to score, and they scored 31. We forgot how to defend as well. And they scored, and we only scored 15. And you can't, you're not going to win games scoring 15 points in a quarter. You're just not. So, unfortunately, we fell away. Uh, the three-pointers weren't there again tonight. We shot 30%, 9 of 30. Um, and they shot 14 of 43, which is disappointing. 
Uh, their assists were much better, 31-22. to 22. I honestly think it's because we just did not finish the passes that we would give it. Like, some guys had some delicious, uh, easy shots that they just missed. And um, it came back to bite us. Got beaten on the rebounds, which we, we thought was going to happen, 52-46, to because they had tall blokes and we really didn't. Turnovers, we were really good. 10 turnovers. 10 turnovers, and, we, and they had 20, and we lost, which um, which is a real shame. Uh, we got 25 points off turnovers, so we exploited it, which was fantastic. It was good to see 11 steals. Um, you know, all these stats just lighted up, but unfortunately, we just couldn't get the chocolates because down the stretch, we started playing hero ball. And when the ball's not falling, you don't need to force it. Um, you know, there's this age-old saying is you just chip away with it. Chip away. You get two points, and you get two points, and you get two points, and you keep building a lead-up. And I think I've said it a few times. Um you don't. Net, I know Antonio Daniel says it flat out. Is you don't have to hit a home run on the first go. You're not going to get a, back a lead, or you're not going to build a thirty point lead in one possession. You got to chip away, and unfortunately, they started challenging us. And Darren Fox got off the leash, and yeah, it just sort of fell away. But um, not disappointed about this loss because you had no Stephen Adams. As soon as an undermanned change of lineup. It is what it is. Guys guys started all right, but we just got out-muscled in the end. And um, I'll say De'Aaron Fox, is a, he's a superstar. He is a fantastic point guard, 23 years old. Um, he is an absolute gun. And it wouldn't surprise me if there wasn't so many good guards in the West or in the East, you know, he'd be he'd be right up there with the best of them. But uh, watch his space, I guess, in terms of all-star selections. I don't know if that'll happen, but um, he shouldn't be far off. He's pretty handy. But that's enough of me carrying on about um, De'Aaron Fox. I mean, what about our guys? Um, I was happy with what we saw from Kyra Lewis. Um, unfortunately, I would like to see the number of potential assist that he that he would have had because there was some driving kicks that we just missed the three. Um, there were some layups that they were blowing after he's dragged all of the defenders with him. Um, he looks like he's, he's going to be really good. And the more minutes we can get him, I think the better. Um, particularly when we're sort of in a in-between sort of position of the ladder, you know, we're not really that close. We could probably make a run towards the end, but I don't know if it's going to happen. I just, I, I want it to, I want to make this playoffs and, and show that these guys are genuine um, because there's a great side there, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all comes together. Another guy that we, we're going to have to play is, is Hernan Gomez. I think he has earned backup minutes behind Stephen Adams. I think he we saw more in that game than we've seen from Jackson and Melly in two years. So I think you have to just go and say, all right, you're going to get 25 to 30 minutes a night playing back up center. I don't think this Zion experiment with him at center is right at the moment. I don't think Zion's tall enough. I don't think he rebounds enough. Um, and I just don't think he's a good enough interior defender. It's it, When you're playing five guards on this bloke, um, or four guards, and then one center on this guy when the other teams go small. It's not working. And honestly, I, I don't think it's beneficial for him. I think, honestly, if anything, move him to the three. As he gets fitter and as his range keeps extending, play him alongside maybe a shooting big and Stephen Adams. Go big. Punish teams. You know, Dan talked about being able to play these, um, these guys... Play big, play different. Well, 
let Zion go and punish some little small forwards. I'd love to see him play against a guy like Paul George or something. Paul George is small compared to him. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. I reckon that's the next step. Don't try to make him bigger. Make him smaller. He's not Shaquille O'Neal. He's not seven feet. He's a big unit, but let him beat these guys that are smaller. Who knows? I'm just riffing, but uh, honestly, I think he, he could be really good if that fitness keeps improving and that outside shot keeps improving. You know, you punish these players. And if they're going to close out on you, then you can go straight past them and dunk all over them. So looking forward to seeing his development. Uh, remember, he's only a young bloke, so... He will, uh, he will continue to grow, and um, we'll be all right. It'll all come together. The other thing that we need to mention is that JJ didn't play again. Um, sources are saying, and by sources I mean Shams has said his sources, not mine, I just read it on Twitter, um, that they're looking at Brooklyn, Celtics, um, and Philly as the main destinations for him. Um, I think he wants to be closer to his family. His family is in Brooklyn, so... He obviously wants to be around there, and um, which is fair enough. You know, this guy, he's he's done his, his more than enough in the league to justify where he wants to play. And if he sees this team's probably not going to get him a, him a ring. I mean, at the end of the day, that's probably where he is in his career. Is he's a off the bench scorer, um, and if this team doesn't fit his timeline, well, let's go and reward him for his services he has done and and send him home. Let's send him up that way. You know, Brooklyn's pretty stacked. Um, if they can send us, I don't know, something, that'd be good. I don't know who they've got, but uh, maybe Celtics. They've got a whole heap of draft picks probably, or, or burn them all. Try to get Jalen Brown. It's not going to happen, but uh, one can dream. Robert Williams, Time Lord, he'd be pretty handy, but I don't think they'd give up a young bloke for him. Philly, I don't even know what they've got in their bench there to be able to flog across, hopefully a couple of draft picks, something like that. We'll keep building the treasure chest to then flick off to someone else to land the big fish, hopefully. I hope that's what we're doing. Or draft someone decent. That'd be good. Another high draft pick. Don't know if it'll... it'll probably be ours that'll give us the high draft pick, and then the other ones will be some mid-20s player, but uh, maybe package him up and try to move up the draft. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not GM. Now, before I do my three key takeaways of the game, of course, thank the sponsors, mybookie.ag, good friends of hoop ball uh, if you want to do your betting go and do it there you can use e-check you can use uh, bitcoin whatever you want load it up all that fun stuff do your punting on there and, uh, and tell them hoop ball sent you by using hoop ball when you sign up you'll get a deposit match an extra 50% on top of your original deposit so you put a thousand dollars in you'll get 500 bucks free which is not bad 1500 to start gambling with jeez bit of fun do a bit of damage with that um, and of course, manscaped.com. If you're feeling like you need a shave and you're in lockdown like me again, I'll talk about that in a second. Um, well, go and get Manscaped Shaver. You shave in the shower, you can shave wherever you want. It's got a light, it's waterproof, it's got ceramic blade, a bit of lardy da, bit of razzle dazzle. Use Hoopball20 as the code, and that'll give you 20% off and free shipping. That'd be great if you go and support those. Now, We'll head over to the key takeaways um, of the game. The first one is Brandon Ingram's closing. It um, He's been average. He's been really bad down the stretch. He plays a bit of hero ball. I don't know if he has this mentality uh, that he needs to be the guy. And, of course, he is our guy. But, um, yeah, he's been pretty bad in the clutch. Um, 
he's basically the the leading scorer in the clutch for us, but only because his field goal attempts have been more than anyone else. Lonzo has been the only other person uh, in clutch time um, to take more than 10 field goal attempts this year. So doesn't bode well when your other young star isn't really getting the shots down the stretch, uh, particularly when he's been on a bit more than Brandon has been in the fourth quarter. So that's something to watch. Number two, Willie Honan Gomez has earned his minutes. Put him in. Love to see it. If he stuffs up, well then okay, we'll play a bit of Jackson Hayes carry on. But until Jackson really digs in and gets his consistency, we can't trust him for more than maybe five or six minutes. And as soon as a run starts, you've got to get him off and you've got to get Stephen back on. Um, If Stephen misses another game with um, calf tightness, well... I think the guy that we have to go to is Mr. Hernan Gomez and, and play him because he looked really good. Uh, my third key takeaway is more Kyra Lewis Jr. The guy is a genuine point guard. We need to play him more. See as much of him as possible. Nikhil Alexander-Walker is definitely a shooting guard. I love seeing him play off the ball because he moves. He's athletic. He drives. He knows when to score. He knows when to pass. Even better when the ball's not in his hands and he doesn't have to make a decision. He's just got to run to his spot. Getting those catch-and-shoot threes, love to see it. So more of that as well. Play the young guys, especially if we trade JJ Redick. That will be fantastic. That's the three key takeaways, guys. That's pretty quick today. I was didn't ramble at all, which I was pretty impressed about. Um, as I alluded to earlier, yeah, we are back in lockdown for five days in Perth. I know I've been talking about a little while that we're pretty much back to uh, normal in a few of the interviews But uh, we had a COVID case, the UK strain, cheers for that, Um, it escaped and we are now doing our contact tracing so everyone's locked up at home uh, waiting to hear the damage. So far so good, no cases in the last two days which is good in terms of community transmissions. Um, So yeah, fingers crossed we're back to normal, we've only got a five day lockdown at the moment but who knows what's going to happen there. Um, But yeah guys, that's just, that's my personal life, I thought it would just ramble off that for a little bit uh next game coming up while i've got you all is on wednesday or tuesday night i suppose um oh it is wednesday night yep thursday morning for me uh it's a national game or espn says it's putting it on uh we're against the suns it is another home game loving being at home they're really rewarding us now uh, we need to start winning these, though. The Suns have been really good, um, so that's something we've really got to make sure we close out. They've been good at closing games as well. If we can get on top early, we cannot stop. But, uh, Chris Paul is there. Devin Booker, these are good good players, and, and it's a good team. So they've been much improved this year. Um, sitting at the sixth seed in the West, we are now second last 14, 7 and 12. Um even Dallas is ahead of us, who have been averaged by sack winning. They've gone up to 11th. Um, so there's a few teams ahead of us, which we really need to step up and start winning. Because losing isn't fun for anyone. And if we are going to lose, well, let's play the young guys and, and lose. So, guys, I'll have a chat to you then after that game. Um, if you want to check out as well, during the week, earlier in the week, I had a chat with the guys from Bulls Gold. Um another podcast, a Bulls podcast, and we might get them on here when we play the Chicago Bulls. I chatted about a potential Lonzo trade um, with the Bulls that's been floated on Bulls Twitter. Uh, Brian Windhorst has got hold of it now. But uh, if you want to go and have a listen to that, at Bulls Gold on Twitter, you can find it on iTunes as well. I was just on there as a guest most recent episode. So if you want to listen to that, well, go and support those guys as well. It's great to chat with them. Um, 
Yeah, but anyway, I think I'll put a pin in it. Guys, as always, this is the Pelican Scoop, a hoop-ball.com presentation. I'm Lyle Swithenbank, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter, at HoopBallPels as a show. Mask up, because now I have to as well, so everyone should stay safe. And um, I'll speak to you on, well, I suppose Thursday morning. Thursday night. Bye for now. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.